Well, it didn't start out so hot, but the Boston Celtics get a win over the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, gapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Celtics is free. It's available everywhere podcasts exist, and it is on YouTube. Please watch the show on YouTube. Subscribe there. Uh, We crossed 3,500 subscribers on our way to 4,000. Thank you all for that uh, amazing support. Really do love that you are subscribing there. If you're new, check it out. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Corrales. I do this show every Monday through Friday, so I hope you make it part of your daily routine. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, which is available everywhere books are sold, and on my website, johncorrales.com. 30 bucks gets you a personalized signed copy. And I'm also a voter on the 75th anniversary team, which is going to be uh, announced shortly, uh, later this month. So uh, just... Yeah, I do a lot of Celtics stuff. (laughs) Uh, The Boston Celtics beat the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, 104-92 was the final. This was a game where the Celtics came out super slow, and then later in the third quarter, turned it on, ran away with it in the fourth quarter. If this was a just normal Celtics team, if this was just a, a regular old basketball team that did everything it was supposed to do all season long, I'd sit here and say, Eh, not a big deal with this game. It's a 12:30 start, which you know was always problematic for for teams when you start NBA. The NBA life is a nocturnal life. Like I go to bed at three in the morning. <laughs> These guys are up late. You get you get home from work at you know 11, 12 o'clock. You're not going to bed right away. No one does that. You go to bed late, and so. Uh, Dennis Schroeder even said after the game, he's like, I, I got up at 8.30 this morning and it was tough. And so, yeah, yeah, you, slow start against a bad team. Of course, of course, every NBA team does this. Every NBA team does this where, oh, 12.30 start, bad team, bad defensive team, like really bad defensive team. Let's see if we can just shoot our way to a win. And you spend a quarter or two just settling for jumpers, right? You just settle for jumpers and hey, maybe maybe we'll be hot. Maybe I'll be feeling it. I'll catch a little fire. We'll put a little distance between us and them early and then we don't really have to try that hard, right? We just kind of coast after that. Maybe they'll quit. That's that's standard NBA operating procedure on an afternoon game, I think. So, yeah. That's that's but the the problem with it is it's the Celtics and they do this whether it's 12:30 or 7:30 or 10:30 or whatever and it's hard to to figure out where's the line between uh oh this is just the Celtics being an NBA team facing a bad defense and doing this crap and then pulling away late which happens all the time or is this the Celtics just being completely unable to put 48 minutes together? 
playing down to the competition as they always do. And then, hey, it's a little sign of progress. They stepped up and hey, this is a fourth quarter that they actually performed well in this fourth quarter. So it's hard it's hard for me to sit there and say, well, this is just a a a good team or a a team that should be good playing a regular normal NBA game. The Celtics were led by uh, Jason Tatum, 27 points, 9 of 18. No three-pointers for Jason Tatum. 9 of 18 shooting, 27 points, zero three-pointers, but he got 9 of 11 free throws. Great to see him get to the rim. 23 points each for Schroeder and for Jalen Brown. Jalen, 8 of 17 shooting, 8 rebounds, a couple of assists, just a couple of turnovers. Schroeder, 9 of 16 shooting, 3 of 5. Five rebounds, nine assists, two steals, two turnovers. Uh, great night for him. I'll get into more of the individual performances there in the second segment. The first segment here, or the third segment, I should say, is is going to be about them attacking. And don't look now, but this is the Celtics still aren't out of anything, right? They they still have room to move. So that's coming up. Um, more on this game here. Uh, the Celtics. Turn this around. I'm going to prefer to to look at this game as a sign of progress in the fourth quarter. Not, I'm not going to look at this as a dismissive, like uh, the Golden State Warriors playing the Oklahoma City Thunder and kind of a cat playing around with its food, playing around with a mice, a mouse that it caught, and then just waiting to pounce on it until the very end. You know, I'm not going to treat this game like that. I'm going to treat this game as the Celtics. As tired as they might have been, and as much as that might have been their mentality, I'm just gonna I'm gonna treat it as if the Celtics are the Celtics, and that this is just another example of a first half that they played down to the competition and settled for jumpers when the, the plan was not to settle for jumpers. When the plan, as Emi Odoka said after the game, was they're a horrible, they're the worst middle pick and roll team. So we should be running middle pick and roll all night long and trying to get the, even though there was no Robert Williams, by the way, congratulations, congratulations to Robert Williams. Birth of a baby, that's why he was not with the team. The personal reasons were he was going to be a dad again. So uh, his Instagram, he showed off the pictures of his new baby. So that's really cool. Shout out to Robert Williams. Very glad. Like, hey, there's no better reason to miss. Uh, a basketball game. So, but without him on the floor, no rim running threat that they, if Rob was playing, it's almost a shame that, that this was the day that he had, uh, that the baby came. The baby could have come yesterday or the day after, you know, tomorrow. Rob could have had like 30 something points on just lobs, just going straight down the middle and, and just picking on that defense. But, they didn't really do that. They settled too much for jumpers. Um, because they turned it around later, I don't think Ime was like too crazy about it uh, after the game, but that first half was was gross. Up until the last couple minutes of the, the second quarter where they made a run to cut an 18-point lead down to seven, and that was really a key run there. Uh, up until then, they, they looked... Kind of rough. They had a, an 8-0 run that Grant Williams went on. He had a couple of three-pointers and had a dunk. That was that was good early on to get them some some uh, to, to keep them close. But then it was wild. 
they had no turnovers up until the three-minute mark of the first quarter. Then they had six in the last three minutes of the first quarter, last 309 of the first quarter, which is an absolute insane number. The Celtics are either taking great care of the ball or they're just coughing it up like like it's greased watermelon and like uh, like always sunny. I, I can't like they don't just have like a oh this was a 14 turnover game you you have your normal over the course of over the course of a game somebody's going to throw the ball out of bounds somebody's going to like travel or something somebody's going to commit an offensive foul you're going to pick up these turnovers little piddly turnovers here and there this isn't like it's a 12 or 13 turnover game it's wow taking great care of the ball and then all of a sudden bleh. 10 turnovers in the course of like a few minutes and a huge run. Uh, it's uh, You want to see that consistency. The Celtics didn't have that consistency. But end of the third quarter, after a huge lull, the Celtics said, oh, okay, we're done with this. And they woke up and they started attacking. And wouldn't you know it, they got out into transition. Wouldn't you know it, they started playing defense and forcing turnovers and scoring points off those turnovers. 9-2 run to start the fourth quarter, seven points from Jason Tatum, and then all of a sudden they were off to the races. They built that lead up to 17. They were down 18 at one point in the first half. They flipped it all the way around to go up by 17 in the second half, and it took 16 minutes, 14 minutes or so of actually doing the things that they were supposed to do. Like At one point, they ran a pick and roll, I'm like, and, and Al got a dunk, and it was like, oh, that very simple. They actually ran a pick and roll. Oh my God. And they did it and it scored very easily. So I don't know. These guys, you should have just done that from the beginning and had garbage time down the end. But you know, that's, it is what it is. You still to, to play Jason Tatum 37 minutes through almost 38 minutes in this game. Not necessary. These guys, you're doing it to yourselves Sometimes he plays guys too much. But these guys are doing it to themselves way too often. Just come on. I know it's 1230 and all of that stuff. Drink your coffee. Wake up. Do a double shot of espresso. Do something. Come in. Just put the hammer down. Go up by 30 and then rest. Play your 32-minute game. Play your 30-minute game. Play a 28-minute game, Jason Tatum. Come out. Do your damage. End it and be done with it. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. All right. We'll get back into some of the more individual performances when we come back first i gotta tell you about prize picks which picks which i've been telling you about for months if you haven't signed up yet now is the perfect time because for a limited time prize picks has this exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users here all of you locked on celtics listeners you get 50 bucks for free if a player in your first picks entry scores a single point you, it's almost impossible to screw this up unless everybody sits out of everybody does what Draymond Green did, did the other day then you can't miss this $50 for free it's an exclusive offer for Lockdown Celtics fans who use the code NBA prize picks is daily fantasy which is just you against the numbers it's not you against a bunch of people it's not you against a bunch of experts or a bunch of people with, with supercomputers or whatever. It's you against the numbers. You can pick any prop you can think of. Points, assists, rebounds, three-pointers made, all that stuff. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections. And you queen up to ten times on an entry. And it's just you against those numbers. Like I said, this is the best 
NBA DFS prop game on the market. You can pick any player, even, even bench players are there. You can play this flex play entry. You can pick like Jason Tatum and Trey Young on a, on a day like this. And you can pick the over on Tatum and the under on Trey Young, and you, you can end up winning uh, a lot in, in about 30 seconds. You can do mixed sport entries. Patriots are done, but if you wanted to uh, on, on Saturday, you could have gone Tatum and Mac Jones and over on Tatum's points and under on, on Jones's uh, passing yards, all, all of that stuff. Go to prizepicks.com right now. Use the app. Download the app from your app store. If you make your deposit and use the promo code NBA, you're going to get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. That's all it takes. Make your deposit, use a promo code NBA, you'll get $50 free if your prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Hey there, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On Now your second listen? Locked On Now has recaps from every game across the the uh, the NBA. It's basically a minute or two after the game. Each host records a, a reaction, so you're going to get reaction from both sides. Uh, go to Locked On Now, wherever you get your podcasts, or on the Locked On NBA YouTube feed. That's where you'll find Locked On Now. Some of the individual performances here from this game. I mentioned Jason Tatum, 27 points on 50% shooting without benefit of a single three-pointer. 12 of his points came in the fourth quarter, uh, including that stretch at the beginning of the fourth where I think was the turning point of the game, where it felt like uh, maybe, maybe the... Uh, the the Pelicans had a little bit of life left, just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Uh, but that run by Tatum basically ended all hope for that. Uh, Tatum, when he was attacking, was great. Thought Tatum did a you know it was, this was like a, a twelve minutes of Tatum at his absolute best, full capacity. Tatum, uh, Dennis Schroeder had 11 of his 23 points in the fourth quarter. Once Tatum went on his run, then Schroeder kind of had a big run after that. This was a really good Schroeder game. 23 points on 9 of 6 shooting, 3 of three of 5 from 3, 9 assists, 2 steals, just 2 turnovers. This was, you know, everybody started slow, so we just kind of wiped that out. Everybody started slow. Schroeder did a great job. Didn't do, didn't try to do too much. Uh, didn't, I, I, there were a couple points there defensively where I was like, well, what are you doing? But, you know, I thought this was this was a really, really good Dennis Schroeder game. If, if he can do this type of thing all the time, but, you know, 9 of 16 shooting, he's never going to shoot 3 of 5 from 3, you know, on a regular basis. But this was this is one of those games where he came in, he did a great job. Uh, Aaron Neesmith. I got I to shout out Aaron Neesmith. Well, first of all, let, let, me, let me do this. Let me talk about Jalen Brown first. 23 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Jalen... Uh, one of the interesting things that that Ime said after the game was that Jason Tatum watched the uh, watched Schroeder and watched Jalen Brown attacking and was basically like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I get it now. I can attack and, and get wherever I want." And so it was Jalen Brown and, and Schroeder that were setting the tone. So Jalen just consistent, like twenty three, eight points, uh, eight rebounds, two assists, uh, consistent throughout the game. Uh, kind of just right there, steadying force. I thought I thought Jalen was really good, um, but that attacking, I guess, was inspirational in a way uh, for for Jason Tatum. So that he's got that going for him too. All right, Aaron Neesmith. 
Aaron E. Smith, at the beginning of the game, when he got his first stint, I was prepared to be like, all right, he just needs to be assigned to the G League for two weeks. Forget about him. He had an open corner three. An open corner. Not wide open, but like open enough where it was like open, right? Like uh, there was a closeout coming, but nothing that should bother a shooter. He fired that thing off almost at the top corner of the backboard. And I was like, that's that's just, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. And when he shot it, it felt like, it felt, it didn't feel smooth, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. It, it felt like segmented, like the, it wasn't a normal jump shot motion where it was fluid. As soon as he released that, I'm like, oh God, that didn't look good at all. And that's the one that went off the side of the backboard. I was like, oh, all right, something's up there. And then he came in at the end in the fourth quarter, late third quarter, fourth quarter. And, you know, he he didn't hit a three-pointer in this game. He only hit a couple of shots. But six rebounds and five points – he he one of those one of those points one of those baskets was this awesome dunk on a break from Jason Tatum again amazingly the Celtics were running an actual fast break and they were making actual nice passes and they were finishing it it, it was weird but great and instead of flaring out to the corner Neesmith filled the lane and he got this awesome pass from Jason Tatum where he finished, he finished the dunk and then he went flying and he hit the deck hard and he just bounced right back up. I mean, that dude is made like, I don't know if that's skin or like a rubber ball technology, like, cause he just bounces right back up from things. I, I'm just, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> He's, he went down and I was like, oh no, he could be seriously hurt. And he just, Boop, right back up. Amazing. He had a great dump off to Ennis Cantor. He moved the ball well. He attacked the closeouts, put the ball on the floor with confidence. That dump off to Ennis Cantor was great. His teammates loved it. Schroeder gave him like a like a very emphatic high five. That was actually, that second half was exactly the type of Minus, I would like to see a three-pointer fall, exactly the type of energy that Neesmith should be giving. And I think sometimes with Neesmith, he, I think he, I don't know if he gets caught up in the, okay, I'm the energy guy. I'm going to be the guy that uh, flies around and does all this crazy stuff. And I think he gets away from who he is as a basketball player. Like he got minutes. It's it's just like anything, you know. You, you're teaching a kid a lesson or whatever. Like if you reinforce a certain habit, you're gonna get more of that habit, right? So when he was a rookie, he comes flying in, and everybody's loving, you know, this crash mentality of flying everywhere and and being like this lunatic. And so he kept being that lunatic, while somehow I think forgetting like you know, you're a shooter, buddy. Like go out there and st- be a shooter. Don't be, you know, we love that you crash and fly through people and 
have reckless abandon and all of that stuff, but turn down the volume just a little bit. The knob goes to 10 and you're on a 14. Like turn it down to like a nine or an eight. And I think it should be easy to, to it's, it's easier to rein people in than, than to pull that kind of stuff out of them. But I think for Neesmith, that's kind of like part of at the heart of what the issue is. He needs to be highly energetic for sure. I don't want him to lose the energy guy mentality. I also want him to play under some level of control. And the second half was under control. High energy, moving the ball, getting to his spots, really going side to all of that stuff. But under control, attacking the closeouts, making the right play. That was that was really good. And I think I think Aaron Neesmith, you can credit him for changing some of the energy there. He was their shot of espresso that woke them up. Um that's uh that's about it for the individual. Peyton Pritchard still struggling. Barely 11 minutes. They 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 couldn't they couldn't rely on him. I think defensively he got picked on a little bit. But as far as the good stuff, we'll just leave it at that. We're not going to pick on any people today. Uh, Peyton, Peyton will figure it out. I'm not worried about that. We'll come back. We'll talk about their place in the standings and more on the attacking because, God, please, guys, keep moving. Do that after we talk about Bet Online, which would like to wish you a happy new betting year, heading into these football play- playoffs, deeper into the football playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action. Head on over to the updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up with the promo code Locked On. Locked On will get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So whatever your favorite sport, you can go to Bet Online. Even play your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. You are not gambling at all when you go to cracksauce.com. C-R-A-I-C. Locally made, Massachusetts made by a Celtic season ticket holder. Craft artisanal hot sauces. This is not some bottle of that super hot red, you know, sauce that, hey, if you're a hot sauce person, yeah, I get it. I like that too sometimes. But it's, it's not meant to blow your face off hot. You know, you think of hot sauce, you think of peppers and vinegars and like nuclear weaponry that that makes you sweat. Uh, Crack sauce uses 10 to 20 ingredients in each bottle, all of them coming from local farms, all of it coming from local farms, and they focus on flavor. Flavor is the important thing here. This is what makes it so different. It's hot. You've got heat for sure. Different levels of heat, but different flavors. Uh, they've got the Golden Pumpkin, which I love, love, love Golden Pumpkin. It's great. Uh, 40 Shades of Green Chili, Mill City Red, and Brian Burroughs Curry. That's the four flavors that they that they make. Uh, if you go to cracksauce.com, C-R-A-I-C, cracksauce.com, you're going to get 10% off with the promo code LOCKDOWN. Again, this is versatile, multidimensional, flavorful ingredients for your food, not just hot stuff. It's hot heat, but flavor made by a local company, a Massachusetts company, by a Celtic season ticket holder. Support one of your own Celtic season ticket holders, your one of your fellow fans, a listener of this podcast by going to cracksauce.com 
and getting 10% off with the promo code Locked On. Thanks again for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. How about making Locked On Bets your second listen every day? Locked On Bets is going to give you some great advice when it comes to covering your uh, your gambling, your 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 wagering, whatever you want to uh, bet on. They've got some great advice for you. Maybe they can help you win a couple extra bucks at Bet Online. Check them out. Your boy Q Lee Sterling. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, locked on bets. All right, let's let's kind of reset here because the Celtics have now won seven of ten, hmm? uh, five of six. Hmm? Not bad. They're they're on a little bit of a roll. I know it doesn't feel like it because after every game, we really I think have fallen into the getting into all of the things that they're not doing right which still persists, but we knew December was going to be tough and they played, they played a certain way and they lost. We hoped that January was going to be better and they play a certain way and they're winning and not much has changed as far as the mistakes that they're making. They are correcting some of these things again, fourth quarters. Yeah. It was against Chicago that, was decimated and shorthanded. And then Chicago goes to uh, Memphis and gets just worked. Um, Yeah, it was against New Orleans, one of the worst teams in the league, definitely the worst defensive team out there. Uh, And, and, you know, it was close for most of it, but fourth quarter, come back, you know, big, big fourth quarter. They're now uh, three and a half games out of sixth, a game and a half behind the seventh seed, Charlotte who happens to be Wednesday night's opponent. Now, I can hear it. I can hear you. And with these ears, I can hear a lot. I can hear you groaning from here. I can hear it. But it's still a chance. It's still possible that these guys can make a little bit more of a run. You, you got to buck the trend because I don't expect a whole lot out of that Charlotte game. If if things go the way they've gone all season, we start talking about them being on a roll. We start talking about them correcting mistakes, and they go out there and they completely soil themselves. If they can beat Charlotte, now you get to a half game behind the seventh seed. And depending on how things shake out, uh, maybe your three games or two and a half games – behind the uh, sixth seed and you start to look at the standings, you say, hey, you know what? Maybe you're not a play-in team anymore. I don't expect that to happen. (laughs) I don't expect it. I'm not sitting here saying like, ah, rah, rah, here we go. But if they keep going, they can do it. And driving the ball is, is got to be part of this. And Ime was talking about it after the game. Once the Celtics drove the ball, they started scoring. And this is a consistent thing for the Celtics all season long. They don't like to attack. They don't like to to get downhill. They like to futz around the perimeter. They don't like to make quick decisions. Jason Tatum is a slow basketball player. 
He catches the ball. He's always surveying. He doesn't just catch and go or just doesn't just catch and shoot. He doesn't catch and pass. He just catches the ball and surveys and wants to figure out what's my situation, what do I have, and then go. Rather than just understand and feel, he catches and waits. And that that makes things slow. That allows the defense to catch up. When he plays faster, when he plays with a better tempo, a better pace, then he can be he can be an even better player. But this is so much habit here. Him, Jalen Brown is the same way in a lot of ways. Jalen Brown has grown into that kind of player, I think, where he has gotten so good with the ball that he can wait. And this is the thing: Jalen can do it. Jason can do it. You can catch and survey and say, I'm good enough to beat most of these defenders. There's a select few that you'll have trouble with. That's how good these guys are. But the habit that needs to change, what Ime is trying to drill into these guys, the habit that needs to break is that surveying, catch, turn, wait. Because oftentimes you have at least a slight, a slight edge. We see it every damn day. Every game, there are plays throughout each game where if a guy slides over a lot of those block charges, if he slides over a half second late or a half second early, it's a difference between a block and a charge. It's a difference between getting to the rim and finishing versus having your lane cut off and having to settle for jumpers. That's the difference. The Celtics need to play faster. They need to become drivers. They need to think in their heads, how do we get to the rim? Once they did that in this game against New Orleans, they dominated. They ran away with the game in the fourth quarter. It was right there the whole time, and they waited until the fourth quarter to do it. They have to change their mentality. They have to change. You don't even have to change who you are necessarily as a player as far as the shots that you like to take. But you have to change your focus. You have to change what drives you, no pun intended, what what is it that, that your first thought is? And it doesn't have to mean that you are anybody different than who you are, but just like everybody, like we all have had to make decisions like this in our lives, right? I have to make a decision to, you know, eat better. So what, what do I do to make myself eat better? What's my, what's my driving force? Is it waking up and forcing myself to eat breakfast? So I'm starting to eat healthy during the day rather than waiting until lunch. Cause I didn't eat breakfast and now I'm so hungry. I'm just going to have the first thing that comes to mind. And yes, double cheeseburger with bacon, please. Thank you. Uh, or stopping at a pizza joint for a couple of slices. No, that's the type of thing. What drives you? You can make those those decisions. It's the same thing for Tatum or for Brown or for anybody on the Celtics. Get to the rim first. Rim, 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 rim. There was a play. God, all these games are, are I think it was I think it was in the last game. No, it might have been this game. <laughs> Where Jalen Brown gave it up. Ball swung twice. He got it back for a corner three-pointer. He missed, but that give it up to get it back is is something that they've got to they've 
they've got to understand is going to happen. And all the role players have to understand that that's going to happen too. You know, everybody, Schroeder, Smart, all of those guys. Understand who you are, where you are, what you're doing, right? That, that, that definitely applies to, it especially applies to Marcus Smart when he comes back, which is hopefully soon, when he's on the same, on the floor with Schroeder. Like I've said multiple times, when you put Smart as the shooting guard, then he, he adopts a shooting guard mentality. That shouldn't be an excuse. That's not an excuse. Like you've got to, you've got to in that moment, understand that you're still trying to get Tatum and Brown their shots, move the ball, attack, attack, attack. If you turn around and there's 20 feet in front of you and your mark is smart, drive it, drive it. Yeah. Are you jumping into the teeth of a packed paint? Yeah. But when you do it, you're going to draw people and then you can kick to somebody who shoots better than you. A lot of guys, I'll wrap it up with this. A lot of guys see the shots that they're getting and they say, well, that's a good look. We're going to work 20 seconds of an offense to get a look that's basically the same look that I'm getting now. And you see, you can say that and, and th- there's a point, right? There's a, there is a point to that. You get a, a, an open look or slightly contested look. And you're like, this is a good shot. It's a good look. If you've got 15, 16, 17 seconds on the shot clock, that's a look you can also get at any point during the offense. That's not like some found money. It's not some treasure. Just because you got that look doesn't mean that's the one you should take. Keep digging for a better look. And if it doesn't happen, guess what? Somebody on this team is going to have a semi-open or slightly contested three-point shot later on in that possession at seven seconds or at four seconds at two seconds someone is going to get the ball and it might be you again in a similar situation so you're not giving up anything you're just probing for more and hopefully you can get a better shot a shot at the rim or maybe an even more open shot for somebody else everybody's got to be willing to do that everybody has to be willing to do that it has to start now it has to that mentality has to change I'm going to stop because I'm, I can keep going for like 10 more minutes. You don't need to hear that. You need to hear me say thank you for listening. And there will be another podcast tomorrow because I'm here Monday through Friday. And I will be here after the, the Charlotte game. And I'll be here all week long on the podcast and on YouTube. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube show. Please watch the YouTube show. And please share. I hope you find it in your heart to share the podcast, tell your friends, tell your family that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.